This is Mark. And this is Kenny. And this is All I Wanna Do Is Talk About Madonna. Album 13, track 10. Spanish Lesson. Where Madonna's put up like this is the kind of songs I want for the rest of the record, and I want a fun, fizzy, silly song, <sighs> like a palate cleanser. I guess so. Before we I get mean, into the hitty, the nitty gritty of the last the two end, songs, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, she definitely yes, she wanted something here that was unexpected. <laughs> this is certainly unexpected. <laughs> I think that um, be that this ties for. Um, most divisive song with incredible really i think that people either really like this song or they really really hate this song i would i would agree i think not since i'm going bananas have we had a song that's like such a head scratcher in this (laughs) weird way and um but yet like i'm going bananas she sounds so authentically her here yeah, well, it's interesting. I don't. I know you keep comparing it to "I'm Going to Bananas." I totally I'm do. I'm going bananas, but I and I get it to a degree. But I think you're sort of just like positioning this in like <clears throat> a wacky Spanish song. Not a. Uh, it's definitely wacky. It's wacky, but it's not <laughs> wacky like "I'm Going Bananas." Well, well, and "I'm Going Bananas" obviously has some Carmen Miranda influences. This is just kind of like this is actually Madonna's teacher. Yes. And elementary uh, school teacher, <laughs> <laughs> and also an elementary school teacher is obviously a gringa who doesn't totally know Spanish. <laughs> no, and I think there's some ad lib lyrics going on. Like, let's do some mad libs. So let's my, do some mad totally. libs. Totally. My story is this is because like when when you were in school, did you take like in elementary school or middle school? Did you take a uh, uh, a language class? No, I did not. No, you didn't? No, I was oh, I was a Midwest. Catholic school. Yeah. I was a Catholic school kid from the Midwest. Yeah. We didn't we didn't do that. You don't believe in other languages. We were focused on phonetics. <clears throat> oh god. Well, phonetics books and well, worksheets. St- oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cuz only to make the English better cuz god forbid in the Midwest someone speaks a different language. That's true. No one did. Yeah. No one did. So, <laughs> but I'm from Miami obviously and so Spanish was like required. Okay. And how so I, how young were you? Um, I think my first Spanish class was probably in like fifth grade okay maybe even okay. younger but right. i know for sure when i was in middle school i had a um a spanish class every day we we cooked uh diverse dishes in our home ec classes in sixth grade um can you give me an example <laughs> of some of the diversity <laughs> no i uh, no we did we did tortillas we learned oh. to make tortillas 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 okay. no tortilla oh. tortillas is it tortillas <laughs> well i feel like tort- that's how you in the midwest would say listen i have been i have come around to miami and your Florida roots. Yes. I think you need to be a little more supportive of. I mean, Madonna just played Cleveland and is from Detroit. You need to get it, it together with the Midwest. Don't be so shady. No, but I'm. We're being honest. Okay, so you yeah. had tortillas. Yes, what else did you uh, have? we learned to use salt and pepper and seasoning. <laughs> this is not diversity. <laughs> <laughs> we made pierogies. Oh, I remember that we did oh, do pierogies. Yeah, yeah we okay. did do that. All right. Do you still know how to make a pierogi? Um, I do actually. Mm-hmm. I can make pierogies. Okay. Well, I, I, I haven't made them in twenty years. Well, when you have that dinner party, you promised at the end of last year. Yeah. Maybe you'll make some pierogies. Yeah. When's that happening? You tell me. It's <laughs> your calendar. But listen, let me get back to the Spanish yes, lesson. So yes. We had a Spanish teacher, and so I'm imagining Madonna is like 
the the character in this, the teacher in this, yeah. is a teacher in like yeah fifth or sixth grade Spanish class, right? Okay, and she's teaching them these phrases, and but she's obvi- she obviously like I said she studied the night before because she was just thrown into this class. You know, she's she's actually like either <laughs> is she the substitute teacher? Like she, uh, like is she on staff as the substitute no, teacher, and no. she just kind of slots in when they need her? No, she was she was. She is the art teacher, the full-time art teacher. Okay, oh. the Spanish teacher left. She left. Like from it was very complicated. You know, I don't remember exactly what happened. Okay, with Spanish. no one knows. So they were like, like Miss Chaconi, why don't you come yeah. and do? Or Mrs. Ritchie, she'd be Mrs. Ritchie at this point. Right, Mrs. Ritchie, why don't you come and? Okay, you've got a free period. She's like, I don't know Spanish. Well, and they're like, here's the book. here's the book, right? So she goes home <laughs> that night and she's like studying the book. And she's Drugs are like, children, so they go to bed early. Uh, well, she does that every night. Yeah, every night, um, and then she she's she sits reading there. through the workbook, yeah. and she's like, "Okay, I have the lesson," and she's like, "They're going to learn these phrases today," and so she's teaching them the phrases, but she's also. You know, she is Mrs. Ritchie, but she's also having this love affair with um, somebody who else also works at the school, probably the gym teacher. Oh, and <laughs> so she, and, teacher. and he's not like but returning her calls. No, no, so no, in the no. Middle the of, in the, the middle gym of the teacher lessons, is Miss Miss Heidi, and oh. I don't think they're having an affair. Okay, well, there's somebody she's having an affair with because while she's teaching these lessons, she starts to get these other yearnings of yearnings, like, like baby, won't you call my name? And they're all like, what? What? Yeah. Okay, okay. No, Mrs. Ritchie. She's Mrs. Mrs. Ritchie. Well, she's, she's gonna be Miss a... Chaconi by the end of the year, <laughs> but not right now. That's right. So that's what I'm thinking is happening. That okay. she's trying to she's trying to teach the lessons, but then she starts to like talk about this love affair that's happening outside of because nobody else she can nobody else will understand because nobody else knows the teacher. The, right. The students will know. No, but they don't even know that she doesn't even realize that she's losing her mind. Do you know what I mean? No, no, no. This and, is an interior monologue right. song. Well, no, the Yokia. <laughs> means I love you <laughs> yeah. is like what she's teaching the students and then when she's like baby won't you call my name she's like totally just like looking out the window looking at you know the track the, the guy yeah <laughs> the track right, right. she's and, not even out there right it's just kind of like out then, the, then, there's like a ball rolling <laughs> on the thing and she's like oh maybe he's there yeah yeah she's just looking and then and then when she starts to, like she's uh, totally out of control and the class is starting to get anxious so she turns around and she's like if you do your homework you know, maybe I will give you more. More homework? I That's don't want more homework. She's trying to control them. She's like yelling at them. See, our teachers would just make us bang erasers and clean oh. the clean the chalkboards and do that. <laughs> That's what I would have done. I would have been like, here's a rag. Why don't you clean the chalkboard in the back? Well. While I go have a meeting. Somewhere. I just don't think that works into the song. <laughs> take this chalk. Take, take this. this chalk. Um, Shake it in the back. Do you think this is a gift for our friend Monty Pittman? Well, let's get to, uh, perhaps because he gets to play guitar on it. He's on, finally Monty has shown up for this record. He's on this record playing guitar. He um, leads the song live. Yes, I, I think it's a great little moment for our friend Monty. He does love it, and like later when she does this, and we'll talk about this a little more. When she does this on Rebel Heart, he yeah. comes out and plays the guitar too, and seems to be having such a great time. I with know. It. Um, but you know, I think like when I heard this song the first yes, time, yeah. I was like, no. I mean, I think it it was tough. I'm not going to lie. It was tough. And I was kind of like, you know, because at this point I was still so hungry. I was like, oh, we're wasting a slot. We're wasting a slot uh-huh. on a silly song. I didn't think we were wasting it on a silly song. I thought we were wasting it on a bad song. <laughs> but it's so much like. Now I don't like it. I like it more than I did originally well and this is the thing like is that because you're just now used to it and now it's part of this the album and the feel of it and you've kind of kind of given yourself over to what it needs to be yeah i guess to a degree i mean and also i do think that again like her live performances of it make a better case for it than that's what's on the album i mean that live performance i am blown away by how much fun she's having on that live performance yeah. on the sticky and sweets tour i yeah. mean the, the 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 
um, the hooded the hooded monks I'm less like enamored with. <laughs> well, but. let's break that down in a little bit because yeah. Um, but I do think one of the things I we can point to in that is that she does this dance in the middle of the live show, and this uh, is by the, herself in a spotlight. Yes, and it's a very particular dance. Yeah. And then when I was reading more about the song, you know, this song her and this is a Pharrell song. Yes, it is, which is also surprising because yeah. it really seems out of his comfort zone, which then also makes me think like, oh, they were both working outside their comfort zone, which is kind of fabulous. And, you know and, I mean? and I think it's a song they did like, like way down in the collaboration time. Yeah. Like they, yeah. they were comfortable with themselves. They knew what they were going to do. She was like, okay, let's push, let's push Pharrell and he'll, he's been pushing me. Like, yeah. let's do this. And he came to her and said, oh, well, there's this dance craze called Percolator that, um, Either their debate is whether it comes out of Baltimore or Chicago. It's a, it's a big second city battle between but, the two cities. There's a famous song from the 90s called Percolator. It's time for the 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 percolator. Percolator. We've been listening. I love this song. Oh my god, I, I love it too. I played it on my bike ride here. Oh, you did? <laughs> I did. Oh, well, like, it's very the motivating. Percolator. Let's do the percolator. And there are like literally, I think hundreds. Um, I, I mean, think there I was going to say thousands of videos of people doing the percolator dance. Apparently, it's like the electric slide of Chicago, and <laughs> yeah. like people do it at at, at weddings, at yeah. graduations, at yeah. talent shows, on the streets. In, how in, how in, would you describe the dance? I mean, it's it's a very leg forward dance uh and and you need to have like a lot of side you got to be able to kick your leg to the side you, you got it yeah it's sort of like your knees have to come in and then come out and your arms got to kind of like it's a rubber bandy kind of yeah. dance and and then it's sort of also a little free for me yeah so you can, yeah it depends on who it is and if you're doing it with a partner i think that's also very important because oh, yeah, yeah. sometimes you do it with other Solo, people sometimes and, yeah yeah what's interesting is like i don't hear any of the that inspiration in the song no but we could <laughs> sing over it yes it does, yes. It does rhythmically kind of work yes. but I mean, do you think it would have been more interesting had this song been about the percolator or a cover of the percolator? I think it would have been fun if it had like actually really acknowledged percolator. Yeah. But it also would have been so weird on this album. I mean, the dancing <laughs> is so her dancing and that is so good. She she I think she really enjoyed learning the challenge of learning the percolator. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think she also really enjoyed like doing it because it, it's kind of ridiculous, but she does it full out. Oh, totally. And and the song of all the nonsense around Spanish lesson kind of stops for yeah. that moment. And she's able to just do the thing without with the hooded guys. They've all stopped moving. It's kind of lovely. Yeah. You know, for me, you're you're pointing to I'm going bananas, but I point ahead is this is like a signpost towards Madame X because I think in a way like Spanish lesson reminds me of bitch. I'm loca, which I always reference because I I do love that song. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I I think I think that there is a, um, I think w what what is is so jarring about this song is how silly it is in yeah. comparison to so many of the other songs on the record. And like you know, we just I, I I've been listening obviously to Incredible again, uh, this week and uh. The, the 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 seriousness and the yearning and the begging and all of the kind of um stakes of that song don't feel there are no stakes in this well song. we're in a totally different i mean i think you know incredible is the end of a, a sequence of yeah. sort of confessional songs and from beat goes on dance tonight to this like we are in a dance section yeah yeah um, and some fun and i think we're climbing out of the kind of sadness thing for the and this is but the but then if you're thinking about it that way then our devil wouldn't recognize you in voices the come down from this is this the climax of that of that section yeah then? for sure i mean i think those last two songs which we'll talk about a lot 
um, obviously. Um, yeah, or it's, again, another section, another The kind of the story. come down of like yeah. the, okay, yeah. we're, yeah. we're going to turn on the lights of the dance party at the end. I think they've left the dance party for Devil Wouldn't Recognize You. I don't I know. Ba- I think we're back home. I don't know. Things are problematic. Um, so this song, uh, what, what, uh, the homework part, like we're yeah. talking about the homework and uh, what, what bums me out about this song in a lot of ways is the way that it just kind of stops. And I had forgotten that it doesn't kind of come back up into that chorus again before the end. And I think the live version improves upon it. Because in, on the on the recording, it just kind of like sputters out. I like it. I don't. I don't. I don't <laughs> I like it. I think it's kind of fun, and I think it's an interesting. I think it's an interesting end. I think the problem. My only real part that I really hate of the song is the uh, "Baby, won't you call my name?" You know. I was seeing that, and when it soars like that, I love that. Oh, but I think the where it hits in her register is very ugly to me. Oh, I don't. I disagree, unwholeheartedly. Well, I'm glad that we can fight about. Fight. I would. I mean, that's the soaring gorgeousness. That's the only part of the song where I'm like, yeah. It just really bothers me. And see, I find the sputter. I feel like she runs out of ideas and energy. I just think it's like on a different kind of album like that ending would have like brought us into another like cool song do you know and yet it does it it just correct but i don't you know i think like it's just like i don't know i like that ending oh kenny i can't believe we're finally fighting about spanish we knew we were going to because (laughs) like i said spanish lesson is a divisive song it is a divisive song and i think i think it'll be interesting to hear when we when this episode people are listening to this like how people feel about this song because i i have a feeling there's a lot of strong feelings about it and in fact i feel like we should bring in some other like maybe we should phone a friend I think um, so. I think we a, need some different perspectives from like another continent. Amen. Ooh, let let let's you know, eat those international charges. Okay. You know who I think we should call? Who? Um, the Santa Madonna podcast. Let's do it. All right. I got to get my international calling card. I've got mine out. on my phone already. Let's. Okay. We'll use mine, baby. All right. Great. Hola. Oh. Hey. Oh. Hola. 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 We made we made it. We oh. made it. Um, technology. <laughs> it is Kenny and Mark. Kenny and Mark oh. from the All I Want to Do is Talk About Madonna podcast. Is this oh, Adi and Augustine? Yes. Oh, oh, this is so exciting. So exciting. Wow. Well, listen, um, welcome to the show. Um, for oh, those who don't thank know. Thank you. Um, Potty and Augustine have an amazing podcast called the Santa Madonna podcast, which is um, comes from you all record in Buenos Aires, Argentina, and you are the first Spanish speaking Madonna, Madonna podcast. podcast. And listen, in the whole wide world, in the yeah. whole wide world, um, and they yes. are and the universe and the universe and the universe. Well, as far as we know, as far as we know, <laughs> ah, the known universe. The known universe, yes. Um, and we just felt like you know we we're we we're talking about Spanish lesson, you know, um, mm-hmm. and um, 
to be a little reductive, we thought we'd call our Spanish speaking friends to help <laughs> us with this song a little bit, because, you know, we were just saying that this song, we find it very, um, it's a very divisive song amongst fans. Either people really like the song or they hate it. We'd like, maybe this is in the same category as incredible because people are always like, either like, like incredible or they're just like, that's the worst song ever. Um, mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. um, so we wanted another perspective on the song and like, um, what, what, you know, what do you all feel about? first like what do you all feel about spanish lesson do you like this song what do you remember i'm asking you a bunch of questions and then you can answer them any way you want what do you remember about hearing it the first time um has it changed over time for you yeah i'll just general impressions we'll start with you want to start party? first of all <laughs> okay thank you thank you for thank you for calling guys thank you um um you picked up no, oh, yes, I was just taking a bath, but I <laughs> came out of the shower. <laughs> but um, Spanish lesson, I think uh, the first time we we were, we were friends already with Agustin, and mm -hmm. we were expecting the album Hard Candy, no? Mm -hmm. I, I, yeah. I remember that. Yep. And we saw the track list, um, and we saw that there was something called Spanish lesson, and we thought... Nothing good can come out of this. <laughs> I think that's what we said. And um, I remember the first impression that we had, at least. I, 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 I'm going to speak for myself, and you, Agustin, can you yeah. know, give your opinion. But I think I think we we had our first listen together. Maybe my I place. don't remember. Yeah, maybe. Yes, I, I do. I, I remember this this kind of silly things. I do. I don't have memories for, for, <laughs> for important things. I do remember Madonna things. But um, I remember we did the first list and, and it was a, a bit cringy because of the um, of the um, the way how Spanish um, is like englobing everything that comes you know, Spain and Latin America is all like something like a big, there is like a big imaginary of what um, a Spanish uh, Latin thing should be. <laughs> and uh, Spanish lesson is kind of that place where um, everything lands, if you mean. Um, like in La Isla Bonita, where yeah, you see exactly. the video clip. Yeah. Yes, the Laila Bonita video clip is like um, in a place that does not exist anywhere <laughs> in the Latin world. It's a neighborhood where somebody is dressed up like a Spanish person, you know, in, and people are dancing in the poor people suffering are dancing in the street. That does not happen. <laughs> so that's kind of so. Uh, at first, here we we thought, okay, well, she is kind of misinterpreting some of the things she's saying, but it's okay because she's Madonna and we love her. Um, but no, no, it's a no-no for me. In time, <laughs> I grew to like the song, to to kind of like the song, but mm. first time I heard it, it was kind of rough for me. In in the in the context that Hard Candy is an urban album, and I like urban music. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if Augustine agrees. Yeah, Augustine, what did you think? Uh, I don't like the song. I, I like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it's a it's a silly, funny song she tried to do, maybe with the translations and everything. I don't like the the verses at all. I don't, I, 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 I cringe every time I hear it, but I do love the, um, the chorus. No, mm. is that right? Mm -hmm. Chorus? Yeah. Okay, yeah sorry, my English is not very good, sorry. No, no, uh, that, that's exactly. But when I saw the performance live in the CKM suite, it was full circle. Okay, this is what she wanted. I think, yeah. she, she, I, I think she wrote the song thinking about she was going back to Latin America yeah. and do something for us. Mm, yeah. And, and, and 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. The performance, I like it. I like the, the, the version she did for the Stick and Sweet. I like it very much better than the album. Uh, but it's a skip for me, yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it, it's interesting because we we talked about one of the things that's interesting about it in, in the performances that to me, it feels the most authentically Madonna in that moment of how much fun she's mm -hmm. having and the energy. And you watch that crowd. I mean, the crowd is just like climbing over the, the risers to get to. It's like wonderful. Well, it's a big switch in the in the show itself because we have a ballad right before that and then she moves into Spanish lesson and she's like, let's get up and dance. And we talk a lot about Monty because he plays guitar on this Monty Pittman and he's mm -hmm. like really into it. Um, and I just think yeah. that the and then when they do that breakdown where they really leave the song and go to like a more traditional sounding. I don't know what is like a like a cumbia, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Salsa, and, yeah. and that yeah. little break dance is so it's very fun. And, yeah, yeah. She moving her head, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty fabulous. back to like um what you said potty though about like this this um madonna's talking about this uh spanish world that is like a all-encompassing of all spanish you know uh cultures yeah. and not one and not really any real one um and i think that's like an interesting you know maybe when she went to madam x she became more specific about you know yes. doing a very specific kind but in fact you know this was portuguese and not not specifically mm -hmm. spanish but that um, I think this is this like a kind of like appropriation or is it appreciation? As we always ask on the show, mm. a little star or a little ship. <laughs> um, oh my god! <laughs> she has always been surrounded by Latin culture, and I think it's genuine. She loves Latin culture, and she's paying tribute. She doesn't want to be a Latin. Yes, you know yes. I mean, I mean yeah, yeah. she grew up in a neighbor. She always mentions that she grew up in a mixed race neighborhood with a lot of African American um, people and Latin people, and that's why. Hence, she um, um, felt so confident, you know, with uh, that um, mixed culture and um, ethnicity and 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 um, how do you say it? Um, and took from. Uh, several cultures and um, music uh, from all of those places. And I think that's where her interest in Latin culture and music and art originates. Um, mm -hmm. I remember this anecdote as well from, um, I think, when when she moved to New York, she had the um, a postcard from Frida Kahlo that she had yeah. stuck on the wall, yeah. um, and and Frida Kahlo was not that big in the late seventies, um, and and she was into it, you know, before mm -hmm. before it was a thing, and it means she she had dug deep in the Latin culture. So, you know, in 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 her defense, I have to say she was um, already. Um, going deep into the uh, into the culture by the time and then you know started exploring with la isla bonita which was a huge hit and who's that girl who tried to replicate and whatnot but there, there's a lot of examples in her career of she touching but i i feel she's genuine about that i i feel she has a lot of connection with latin culture yeah and and every time she does she does it she does it with beautifully Yes, with love and respect, and most most important, I think she give us visibility. You know, yeah, the the, the, the culture, the music, the the I don't know 
everything she she does is I, I think she the same she did with uh, Boeing with the yeah. uh, with the gays. Uh, mm-hmm. she, she gives visibility. It's important. Yeah, yeah. Well, yes. and and I yes. think it's a, I think to to what you said, Pari, about it, about La Isla Bonita being a play like a, a non-existent place. I do feel like that. There's a there's a head there's a feeling that she always is drawn to with the with that with the culture and the joy and the love and the passion and the rhythm. I mean, we, we talk about it when she moved to Miami. I think think she really mm-hmm. she's really always chasing that kind of effervescent, joyful, um, communal. It, there's always it, mm-hmm. it, she never does. When she does, and there's there's a Latin section in all of her concerts. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the, it's never a, a solo moment. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. always yep. when everybody. There's always. It, it often highlights the other musicians, the other dancers. It's very much a. a it's a moment when she can be part of her community. Mm-hmm in a way mm-hmm. that I think she really loves. And this is, I, I feel like in this album, this song comes right when it's like, okay, we've done all this like heavy, heavy stuff. Now let's like have some joy and some, and this is her way of doing that, mm. of, of bringing yes. the joy and the kind of fizziness back to it. Mm. Yes, because her candy ends up being um, at this point in, in, in the album where Spanish lesson comes a, a fun thing, you know, after, uh, I think it's after dance night, uh, yeah. which is my favorite track. Wow. On the whole album or your favorite track overall? Oh. No, 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 no. <laughs> 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 On, uh, my favorite hard candy track is dance tonight. Oh, yes, can you talk I, a little bit about that too in a sec? Yeah. 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 Tell why, us why is that your favorite track? Dance I'm tonight. Curious. Yeah. Because it's because it's amazing. <laughs> I, it's 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 so disco and it's so flirty and I um I I it's powerful. I, I it's it's uh, smooth. It's it's amazing. It's mid tempo, but you can dance to it. It's it's sexy. It's hot. It's 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 great. August Augustine, I, what's your what's your favorite track? I have a problem. I, uh, it's very hard for me to decide for a favorite always, but I think it's Keep It To Me. I think it's oh, the band. Okay. Yeah. okay. I, I think it's the best yeah. song in, on the album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, and it was a song that was really big here when she was coming um, with the Stick and Sweet Tour. I want to say something uh, uh, again about the uh, relationship of her with the Latin culture. And I think there is a moment uh, specifically where um, she changed um, her view on the Latin culture um, and got more respectful and introspectful, which is when she did a Vita, because she got to spend three months living here in Argentina. Um, in this time of the year, right? It was... Yes, it was yeah, January I, through March. It's very hot. Very oh. tropical. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> very it was hot. But it was a specific time in her career as well, which is, I think that's the kind of solidification of Madonna's soul into the Latin heritage. And that's where she kind of um, changed... Again, you know, Madonna is a a character that changes her constantly and changes her perspective many times. But um, this is the secret that Madonna and Latin culture share, which is Evita. I think more more specifically, more specifically, Argentine people. Um, in a moment where Madonna was like downhill, you know, between brackets. These are brackets, or yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, the, after erotica and bedtime stories have lost their momentum and had a backlash, and she was like soothing her image, and the world was not paying attention to her, um, kind of breezing into a Celine Dion esque or Barbara Streisand image. Oh. oh boy! <laughs> yeah, and oh. everybody was afraid. <laughs> But she comes here and then she cocoons 
uh, during three months in which here those three months you don't you don't you have no idea guys she was everywhere on tv on newspapers every day it was like 1985 all over again but that happened here in this country every day we got it on tv there were political debates on her and if she should do the movie and there were riots on the street there were paintings on the wall fuera madonna viva vita and her movies were shown all day on TV. This was 96. There were not much cable here. It was insane. That's when I kind of became a fan of her. And the world was, you see, it was kind of a bond that, um, and she was, she was living inside of that bubble here along with this culture you know, and living the life of Eva Perón, which is like a myth, a figure, a political figure of South America. It was very particular in a third world country where hot and humid, and as she described it, surviving a war and beginning her pregnancy and starting to um, to um, learn the Kabbalah because it's the early stages of her relating to the Kabbalah. So it had to be a little a time of 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 big change for Madonna, and that that all happened with uh, in in a country of Latin culture. That's uh, where um, if you, if you know what I mean. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I, I mean, it, and it it sounds to me, based on what you're saying, that it, it, that it's become and I and I would probably I think she would agree with us. It's become like a spiritual like recharge space and i do think yes. that she when she needs to be re kind of re reconnected with the source i think mm -hmm. going to going there maybe one of those places i'm sure she has several spots where she goes yeah. to be like okay yeah. this is who i actually my my authentic self is this is with this is where my my spirit lies mm -hmm. yeah yes. well i know on like the video for the concert she talks you know in her prayer she's like mm -hmm. i have a very special relationship that's, that's what i was going uh, to say is the only uh film concert that madonna says something about the place she's uh, maybe in, in the version tour she talks about detroit i don't remember I don't remember either. Um, no, yeah. but in the second suite, she 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 makes a, like a introducing what why because it was cheaper for her, I know, but why she chose <laughs> Buenos Aires to, to film her concert. So and she was uh, and she was very she was very excited to come back to Buenos Aires. She she was yeah. There's I, nothing I, better. There's nothing better than when Madonna is actually really excited to do it. You know. Yes. I remember the, the first day, it was uh, December the 4th, the smile yeah. on her face when mm. she, after the C-A-N-G-Y, yeah. the smile on her face, it was, I don't know, maybe uh, since Gilly show, I haven't seen that smile. And there's something that was left out of the DVD cut, which is that people started cheering, Madonna, yeah. Madonna and she got totally out of her place Emotional. because she didn't know what people were saying and mm -hmm. she got back at people and for a moment she didn't know what they were saying and she started what are you saying what are you saying and she when she realized they were cheering her name she she started smiling and she started cheering back argentina i love you and she said i love hearing you calling my name because it's my mother's name and i love hearing that wow. And that she said, amazing. and I and I say, uh, I hope she's uh, watching me. I'm proud of me. It was a very emotional moment for her. It was emotional. Uh, and yeah. after she said that, she said, "This is truly my favorite show ever." And oh, I wow. think I think <laughs> she said it. She mean it. And I was very sad that she cut it that from the the sticking sweet mm. DVD. Yeah, wow. she was what a special moment. Yes. Not, not, yes. not, not only because Madonna was very happy and excited to be back in, in Buenos Aires, just because the 70, how many people were there? Sorry, do you remember? It was. I think it was 70,000. 70, a lot of people yeah. just screaming and cheering and dancing and clapping. It was the energy in the stadium was 
surreal. It was surreal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did she do more than one night, or did she do just the night, the one night? Four, four nights. Mm -hmm. She oh, did four, four, four nights. Yeah. Um, yeah. And how many of those nights did you all go to? Four. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And where awesome. did you sit in different places for each of the nights? Yeah, I remember the first. The first one we were in the middle um, hill, yeah. just in the yeah. because we don't have seats in in Argentina. You have to go. And, ah, yeah, I, I want to get my place. Yeah, and we we get in the middle of the field in the how do you say Basha Parry? Against the fence, you know, against, general against admission the fence, against yeah. the fence. Mm -hmm. Since five p.m. till the show started Same. in the middle of summer, it was a torture. Yeah. And it was a great show. The second one, we saw it from the back of the stadium because yeah. we were very tired. Yeah. And the last, the last two two shows, we were just by the by the catwalk. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. And, awesome. and and those was those were the the best shows ever on the seventh and eighth yeah. December. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I bet you're in the video somewhere. I'm gonna look for you both when we when we watch for the sticky and sweet. No, we were we were always uh in uh, because I, I wanted to be part of the DVD and, and <laughs> we, I remember watching that where are the cameras and never never got it. Wow. Never got us. No. <laughs> um, are those concerts the closest you've gotten to Madonna or have you had other run-ins with her or when she was there, did you see her? Or? We got to go to the last concert of the MDNA tour in Córdoba. And we got to be in the Golden Triangle. Wow. You know? And that's where the lights uh, got cut off. The electricity got cut off in the middle of Open Your Heart. And that was surreal as well. Because it was um, uh, December 20-something of 2012, 22. Uh, with all the myth. 2012. December 22. 2022. 2022. Yeah. <clears throat> it was the last day of the Mayan calendar, and everybody was freaking out. And when the electricity was out, it was like, okay, this is the end of the world. So it was like, <laughs> I'm cool, because it's a Madonna show. So the electricity Sing it open your out. heart. <laughs> yeah, open your heart, Cigar Joe, whatever. Uh, so electricity went out and we were like in the golden triangle and she came down at us oh. and without a microphone, we and heard she talked, her. She talked to us. She talked to like, us. I could hear without, her without, without any electronic device. <laughs> <laughs> what did she say? And she said, well, there's, there's no, no electricity. electricity. <laughs> I can't I sing. I, I don't know what to do. Do you want us to? Do you want me to sing a song? She 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 asked us what if she wanted to do a song for us without electricity. And but we it was sing holiday. Like, uh, like this distance, maybe this was her face going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, yeah. We were surreal. two meters close, and we started doing holiday with her, and it was like us 30 people because nobody in the stadium knew what the hell was going on of course nobody nobody was... nobody says holiday she chose to sing holiday yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she always pulls it out it's always yeah. like what did you holiday yeah i remember that this is not a democracy so we're doing holiday we're that doing a holiday yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that sounds so, about right in, two, in Madonna in 2012. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. Um, I wanted to go back, though, to like, because you said that you remembered Hard Candy coming out and that the two of you talked about it. So that was 2007, 2008. Um, mm -hmm. But how long have you all known each other? What was the first? How did you all connect over Madonna? We have a friend in common. It was uh, Rodrigo. He also was invited to the podcast, and he was a friend of mine. And I think it was 2002, maybe. Mm -hmm. He, I remember. Mm -hmm. he, he told me, "Hey, there is. I met this guy. He loves Madonna. He loves Tori Amos. He loves Jurassic Park. I love Madonna. I love Tori Amos. I love Jurassic Park. You have, <laughs> you have to meet." And, and that becomes her. And that becomes her. Yeah. <laughs> Those are awesome. Oh my God. Well, those four are awesome. Can you be my friend? Yeah. Like no. Oh. And this is mine. 
Don't oh, show this. Is, um, <laughs> they're showing the um for, for our listeners, they're showing <laughs> the elixir that you you can buy from Isabella Rossellini and Death Becomes. Siempre viva, live forever. Live forever. You know, you there's take a, checks. Yes. <laughs> Apparently, there's a new there's a new version of it coming out. Oh no, really? no, oh, no, wow. no, no. Yeah. They ruin everything. They yeah, ruin they everything. Um. Okay, so you met them. And, and then you just it was it was instant yeah it was instant yeah. we yeah we became friends instantly and and we are best friends yeah we also yeah, uh, we, we lived yeah. together for six years also yeah i think so we, share, we yeah. were roommates yeah mm. the, the first madonna album we waited for together was american life mm -hmm. um, and uh, then i think we kind of uh, waited for every other album since together. And mm -hmm. I remember when Reinvention Tour was a premiere, because, you know, she doesn't come here often. So <laughs> we don't get to go to, the, to her concerts often. And uh, for Reinvention Tour, we got together on the night, it was 2004. There were no streaming devices. There were, we just would wait for a photo. picture yeah <laughs> a picture to appear so we got together at agustin's house and waited and waited until the first photo with her, that corset that magic corset came on and we just Cream. exploded in gay <laughs> in gay glitter yeah. In gay glitter. Yeah. Gay glitter, yes. <laughs> Boom. How, how do you guys see hard candy? Because you know we've been talking about hard candy. All, uh, how do you see that now, as uh, in in relation to the rest of the of, of kind of her catalog today? Like it, you know, because it's been it's been almost like fifteen years or sixteen years now since it came out. Oh my god! Yeah, I know. So it's like. I know. And, and it's been surprising to us how much we've like really appreciated in in our discussions about it. So, how does it sit with you guys now? And and um, you know, when uh, I know that Madonna uh, did Spanish lesson again on the Miami show during the Rebel Heart tour, and it was like a full version of it for the first time mm -hmm. since she didn't kind of just do her ad hoc version. No, she didn't know all the lyrics. No, she didn't remember all the <laughs> lyrics. It's been, been a few years, you know. She can't. She can't keep them all in her head. She's not a computer, Kenny. <laughs> not a computer, Kenny. But like, like, how does that? Sit, how does the album kind of sit with you guys now? Uh, it's not one of my favorite albums, but I think it aged well. Mm. I think it sounds is more uh, actual than it was during two thousand eight. Um, but it's very hard for me to listen completely, yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think it aged that well, but um, I have, it's not one of my favorite ones either, but I look at it more with more compassion now mm. than when it came out. Because I think when it came out, I was expecting, you know, um, we came from confessions. And I'm a sucker for dance music and disco yeah. music. And we the, the bar was high. And oh. she was kind of trying to please the other side, the R&B, the urban music. And I think I did not quite like that side of her. Um, but now I grew very fond of most of those tunes. I even made kind of peace with Spanish Lesson. I do not forgive her some omissions <laughs> because I think um, Ring My Bell, yeah. Across the Sky, yeah. those are amazing tracks i'm sorry for using amazing i know you guys use it a lot but... no i it's my problem Kari. No, this is, you can say it however many times you want it's my i'm issue. allowed you're totally totally allowed my amazing tracks that should have been in the, in the record but um 
I made my peace with Hard Candy Plus. I think the Stickings with Tour became a, a great way to present the album. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, and actually, yeah, it's it's a little bit in her hearts because it was the album that she that that, that brought, brought her, her back to us. To yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. And it was a, and it was a big album here. I, I Parry just said, "Give it to me." Was everywhere in the city. Huge. Yeah. Everywhere. Huge. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So, so you and were expecting her. Yeah, we were expecting her to come back. I mean, we, we became fans in 19, 1994, 1995, 1996. She had just gone with the girl show, and we were expecting her since, since 1994. And no. to come back, to come here in 2008, yeah, don't make me. <laughs> <laughs> but to come back in 2008, it was like, yeah, finally. So Heart Kindly for us is kind of like that moment in time. Yeah. Yeah. So so you guys have a podcast called Santa Madonna and how did how did you kind of how did what made you guys decide to start it and how is it going and talk a little bit about your show. Basically because all I want to do is talk about Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Actually we do. Since, uh, yeah, we've been invited to more uh, parties with our friends since we have our podcast because now we can vent <laughs> our Madonna stuff in our podcast and we don't get to bore them. So, uh, <laughs> um, We're the same here. Same. <laughs> do you feel the same? No, I, I um, well, actually, there there's so much things uh, that I felt that should be um, we felt that should be, um, you know, recorded somewhere. Um, th there, there are quite a few podcasts that uh, and and websites and whatnot that um, gather Madonna information. But um, we felt that there's things that we discuss and and information that we have that, you know, eventually we would like to have in some kind of place to share with friends, with fans all over the place. And um, and we noticed that there was, it was a crime that um, Spanish speaking people did not have um, a, a podcast of uh, an artist as big as Madonna. So, well, you got to do one. So here Amen. we are. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nice. we're we have we have I think uh, right now we are having a, a hundred and eleven episodes or something. That's great. Uh, it's been three years. Yeah, wow. yeah, amazing. Yes. And thank you for inspiring us. Uh, you guys have been part of um, the reason we are moving forward with this project because your fans like us and. We like the way you present your 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 fervor. Is that a word? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> and and we feel it's the same that we feel about her. And to feel connected by that is very healthy and very um, nice. Mm. Um, amazing. <laughs> amazing amazing Kay. wow well, well we you. feel the same it's it's really great to meet other people who are doing the same kind of work with the same fervor yeah and mm -hmm. energy and thought and and depth of of conversation which we feel madonna deserves and um yes. and you know and is what i think people who love madonna are crave as well because it's so easy in our culture to sort of, you know, we talk about this all the time. Like if you're in certain circles and you talk about Madonna, people just sort of scoff or think it's ridiculous, you know, or they sort of, you know, shirk her off. Like it's very reactionary and there's not a lot, you know, one of the things that we, we really try to do is really put a lot of depth and thought into it and, and not respond to like the immediate, 
what's happening right in the moment because I don't think it it mm-hmm. it changes so quickly in our culture and everyone is so determined to have a thought and be out put it out there and we would rather take the time to like really think about how we feel about it yeah. and really process and pull in all the different because the thing the thing that I'm always really struck by is is the kind of we'll start talking about a song and it'll lead us into all these different areas that we had no idea we would go to because of, because of Madonna and Madonna's Mm -hmm. influences and what she's pulling in for the song, the collaborators, all of these different, the art, the videos, all of these different things. And it's, it leads you into all these different realms. And, but when we were talking about our season, and we were like Spanish lesson, you guys were immediately who we wanted to come and join us because of your passion and your friendship and your fervor. Uh, that's going to be our word. That's yeah. going to be the new amazing. It's going to be fervor. Um, and, and that you bring to it because, because we, we you know, that th- that's very, um, we love that about you guys and and we can feel the love that you guys share with each other and with, uh, with your community there through the show. Yes. It's really beautiful to watch. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so Thank much. You. Um, I have one last question before I think you know my international card said I had a certain amount of minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my no. God. This, this is going to be an expensive call. That's okay. Thank you. Me That's up. okay. Our <laughs> sponsor. Our sponsors will pay for it. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Um, so going through the lyrics for Spanish lesson, I'm just wondering if there's any of the Spanish lessons she gives that you'd like to correct or clarify i think agustin has some notes about that <laughs> no we were we were talking about this uh let, let me sorry i i i turned it I, off. I remember i remember on the um on the demo you know there's a demo um, yeah she she says well uh, when she speaks about the song um in in some interviews she says the Pharrell was playing her the Baltimore sound and yeah, yeah then uh um then came Monty Pittman and started doing some Spanish riff yeah and oh one thing I want to know is how the Monty and Donna Delory story ended up Please. <laughs> Please. Um, well you know we just saw Donna in person did you did you know this yeah we got to, we got to I, hang well, with Donna yes, and I Nikki saw, I saw I saw a picture of you with 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 them yeah yes I need uh, to know some tea about um, that yeah, <laughs> we'll sure. talk about it after we got to introduce their show and we got to spend time with them and we talked to mm-hmm. Donna about Donna's mug on the Drown World Tour. Yeah, I and... saw the picture. <laughs> yeah, she she posed with it. She was like, "I'll pose with the mug," and I was like, "You need why? Why was the mug?" There? But listen, she didn't. We asked her about Monty, and she would. She said, "I don't kiss and tell." Oh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh, okay. Don and Monty. There, there's stuff. There's definitely something there. But in the demo, she says, "Señorina." Which is kind of Italian as yeah, which means she doesn't know Spanish. <laughs> you can't get Spanish from Madame. <laughs> and she says, "Entiendes?" Get it? Which uh, "Entiendes" is you get it, not I get it. So, uh, Madonna, you know, go back next year. Come back next year. <laughs> she needs to do her homework. She clearly needs to do her homework. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You need to take more. She won't lessons. get on the dance floor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow. Well, um, yeah, I do think that um, I'm getting a notification that. Yeah, um, we need to we need to hang up the I phone, do. guys. Sadly, <laughs> we love you so much. Thanks for thanks for picking thank up our call. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you, you for calling. Th- thank you for calling. We are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We 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 love your podcast and and we love to be. Uh, in it, yeah. All right. Well, we'll, we will call again whenever you need. Please. Next time is on us. Oh, you got it. (laughs) Adios. We love you. We love you. Adios. Oh my God. Oh, what what a joy! What a joy! I'm so glad they picked up our call. Yeah. Well, I know Pari was in the uh, the bath, so you know that's yeah. 
Yeah. They're wonderful. They are really wonderful. Oh. And I really want to go down to Buenos Aires now. Oh, I'm out. booking my flight right now, Kenny. I know. That's why I'm going to use my. I need your full attention. You know what? I'm going to give you my companion certificate for 2024, which means you, you fly with me and oh. you get to fly for free. Okay, but do I need to sit next to you? No, no, no. I'm going to be upgraded, darling. You're going to sit in the back. Girl, you always <laughs> think you're going to be upgraded, but I'm just it's saying true. from past experiences. No, I don't hasn't get upgraded. always been true. I don't get upgraded. It's um, very humiliating. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm uh, packed for an upgrade. Why, why am I not being upgraded? I know, I know. Um, all right, all right, all right, all right. Let's get back to work, Mark. Great idea. Another tantalizing road that we don't <laughs> go down on Hard Candy yes. is the Lost Song Latte. Right, which may or may not be its official name, but that's the name it's been given over time. Correct, right? correct. Um, and this was a song that came out of, I think, the jams during the Live Earth 2005 oh, performances. Think? Yeah, I think that they were playing with it and Madonna started to kind of write this song. And then there was a demo recording around 2007 and then it it has a bunch of different versions and then there's a final one that Justin Timberlake and Timbaland uh, work on. Let's listen to it. <laughs> We do for love, Kenny. Uh, well, you know, I think this podcast is an example of that. <laughs> um, but you know what I think is interesting is it does feel like it could have fit in this slot. Right? Oh, yeah. And so my guess is then that going back to like our positing, like, why did this song end up on the album is that Madonna, yes, had this slot, like you said, of like, I need something here that's Latin influence, that's a Rhythmic, little fun. Yeah. And so she gave the assignment to both camps. Yeah, yeah. And then she chose the one she liked the best or that was... You know, but this song, I like because it has a similar rhythm pattern to it. Yeah. Right. Or it feels like it's in the sim similar rhythm. And it's the closest, I think, that Pharrell's sound and um, Timbaland, Timberlake sort of feel very in the Th same world. This seems the closest in terms of that. This is more true. And I, and I think perhaps the reason Madonna didn't pick it was she had it. She'd been working on it. It had been around for a yeah, while and yeah. it may not have felt as fresh right. as Spanish Lesson with, you know, they probably did that in a day and a half. And so, and this had been, this had been around in like, yeah, because you know, like um, as you said, like the 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 chorus, the le la 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 uh, Eugene is the singer of Gogo Bordello, so there's some overlap of like she was playing with their song in her.
her song and yeah. maybe there was something complicated there or she didn't like the way it sounded well or... and I, I love but I love the lyrics of this song and I love this idea of like flying into the sun there's an Icarus imagery of yeah. like and feel like you're the lucky when the mad things I, I just love it I, and I also uh, think like she talks about having another strange dream yeah this is dreamscape I think that there's a I, I this is another you know this is one of those moments between this and um, across the sky yeah where like I could kind of see a world where it went miles away across the sky and then this song like you know what I mean like as like a trio like well there's a rhythmic yeah they have the same kind of rhythm and I think that that it, it would have been it may have been too much of the same I mean, this is a song, uh, and I have to say, like, I I heard the demo. This was one of those things that when, like, Napster and streaming services really started to come into play, I, I got this on, like, a compilation, a demo version of it. Mm-hmm. And I find that the version, the final quote-unquote version that surfaced yeah. with Timberlake and Timbaland, it has some of the best Timberlake vocals yeah. of any of the collaborations like that section near the end where let's listen to that section near the end of of the final that's so beautiful in the way that it's like a call and a response kind of like what you were saying yeah. about the voice the answering yeah. back and forth yeah. in a way that doesn't feel intrusive and dominant well that's what's interesting about you know um this song but also the final two songs because i think the justin's um harmonies and support and also yeah responses on the final two songs of the album too are actually some gorgeous yes yes gorgeous harmonies gorgeous parts um and um i think we'll listen to those more as we go along because i i think that again like there's so much bombacity at the beginning of this album that's like the aggression of yeah. the hard candy but at the end it's like gets smoother as we hear these you know and i wish that the album had been more of this well and and that kind of chanting at the end of latte it's a mad mad world and it makes you it's yeah. a mad mad it, and the repetition of that it kind of when i was watching the spanish lesson live performance i was like god wouldn't it have been amazing if this was what and the audience oh, could yeah. kind of go back and forth and i i just saw one of our listeners uh uh bart just posted his dad and him went to see depeche mode mm-hmm. in germany and, uh, you know, David Gahan has the audience waving back and forth. And it was just so moving. And I was like, oh, my God, it's a mad, mad world. And it makes you it just it's so beautiful. It would be so um, inspiring. And I think and I, and I love that about this. Well, in another universe, you know, you know, if there's like all these universes that are similar, but just slightly different, there's another album at this time that may be called Heart Candy that has this song and on tour she did it and you and this happened you know? i think it's called olay oh i think another song that was cut would be in a song called oil of olay oh god she would have a song called oil of olay do you remember those oil of olay commercials lovely i used to my mom had oil of olay and whenever she was like not in her you know like not all the time but like i'd always go into her bathroom and like play with all of her stuff and i would <laughs> like put oil of olay in my face oh i always put it so my mom got a box up like a gift box uh-huh. from, from a relative and um the eye cream i i purloined and oh yeah and uh uh, put on my eyes and oh, now that's that. why I don't have any puffiness. That's why that's why. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> Okay, you know oh, so. Spanish. See we found some wonderful things to, to talk about with Spanish lessons. I'm not surprised Senorita, I just want to fall in love <laughs> Till next time. Bye If you do your homework, maybe I will give you more. If you do your homework.
get up on the dance huh? floor. Huh? If you do your homework, what? Maybe I will get pencils you down. If you do your homework, pencils down. <laughs> what do you mean it's not in the computer? <laughs>